This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Tiki Barber. You are the Brooklyn Nets. Was it worth it? I would argue it absolutely was worth it because think about what their stated mission was with Josiah when they came to Brooklyn, which was to claim New York and start dominating on the national scene. They had all of that. Brandon Tierney. Barely scraped by a Guardians team that has one star and you got smacked again by the team that owns us and we're overreacting? That drives me nuts. But I actually think that how things that's it. And Tierney on the fan 1019 FM and the Odyssey. All right, 10 2 on the fan. What's happening? Tiki and Tierney here. TK, how you doing today, buddy? Good, What's bro. happening, man? Look, good. We, we've been talking a lot about the Jets, a lot about Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr. And really, there's a lot of teams when you start thinking about it that have unsettled quarterback situations in the NFL. Uh, Miami, even because of Tua, even though he's there for you know the while. Uh, all of the NFC South, uh, because Tom Brady's retired, and the, the Falcons, even though they drafted a kid, they'll be fine, I think, but maybe not. The Saints need somebody. The Bucks need somebody. Carolina needs somebody. There's so many unsettled situations. And I think the last couple of days of talking about wanting Aaron Rodgers or wanting Derek Carr have made me not appreciate, but but really pine to have Daniel Jones be committed here for the short-term long time. Right? I don't want to say and give him a 10-year contract, but just the fact that in about three weeks when the league year starts, that 20 teams maybe, not maybe not even, it's close to 20 teams, over half of the league are going to be scrambling for a quarterback. We need Daniel Jones to be a New York Giant. I know that there's speculation about how much it's going to cost and what the Giants should do and could they find, you know, a better alternative. Forget that. To me, continuity with what they've started to build is so much more important than anything else, especially when all of this competition for quarterbacks is about to ensue. And I know it sounds crazy because a year ago nobody would have said this, but and and what a difference a year makes because I feel like we need, the Giants need Jan- Daniel Jones for stability in not just the East, but really the league. There's so much instability at quarterback. It makes you appreciate when you have a guy like Daniel Jones who is growing into a winner. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy how a year has changed how we feel about him. Well, I, I pretty much agree. The Giants do need to find a way to get uh, Daniel Jones done long term. I think you and I both think that they will. Yeah. 
Uh, the only thing that, that I think complicates it is that I think a lot of other teams look at Daniel Jones as a possible answer. Yeah, because there's not a lot of options. There's not. And, like, listen, this is not hyperbole when Tiki says there's, you know, 15, 18, 20 teams out there that, that really need to um, resolve their quarterback situation. I'm going to, rather than tell you the teams that, that need to resolve it, <laughs> let me give you the teams that don't. Mm-hmm. All right. And this is based on two factors. Number one, first one, they either have a stud, young kid, the man, there's no doubt about that, or the contract makes it so punitive that they've got no choice. <laughs> Here's the list it's short Bills, Bengals, Browns, Jaguars, Kansas City, uh, Denver with the dopey Russell Wilson contract, the Chargers, Philly, Dallas, Maybe the Vikings with Kirk Cousins. That's it. Yeah. Now, there, listen, there's other situations that will resolve themselves potentially favorably, um, like Miami. If Tua can, invo- can avoid head injuries, and that's a big thing, obviously, then that's that's a very different path. Um, if Kyler Murray comes back healthy, that's better, obviously, for the Cardinals. Little player with an ACL injury. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's it's, 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 it's it's asking a lot. It is. It's just nuts. It's, it's crazy. There's 32 teams in the NFL, and to me, there's there's 10 situations that are beyond reproach based on the two factors I gave you. Now, the numbers eventually are the numbers, and we could get you know overly wrapped up in, is Daniel Jones worth 35, 37? It doesn't matter. Cap's going up. I mean, you have a quarterback. You want to keep him. You don't have one. You fever- feverishly pursue one like the Jets have been doing my entire life. But I do think while he, he's, he, he fits this team, he's a winner. We all respect Daniel. He showed great, great, great growth this year. I am a little worried that there's one rogue team out there mm. that that complicates the Giants' world yeah. to a point that might make it a little messy. Yeah, the the Giants are balancing a very delicate negotiation. One with Saquon and one with Daniel Jones. Those are the two primary assets that they need to hold on to. And Saquon's complicated because he wants Christian McCaffrey-type money. We all know the cap's going up, so obviously you, you want... I don't know, you want some premium simply because we know where the cap is going to be in a couple of years, and that that seeps into the negotiation. But are you really paying a running back that much money? And then you throw in the Daniel Jones conversation where you can't franchise him if you're saving the franchise for Saquon Barkley. And so if you let him become a free agent, what you're talking about, BT, is, is absolutely going to happen. Somebody's going to get a little bit heavy in their wallet and say, "All right, we don't. We got plenty of cap room. Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. you're the best option. Mm-hmm. You're the clearly the best free agent option. We've gone through this many, many times. Tom Brady's not available. Uh, uh, likely, the Giants aren't going to go. You know, get Aaron Rodgers via trade. Uh, Derek Carr is there. Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. You know the names. It's like Daniel Jones is the best of the bunch. But you can make the case that on some level he's. Almost more appealing than than Rodgers, based on the age. You're right, and the upside, and, and, and maybe, the other stuff and, we talked about be with Rodgers. Maybe Derek Carr as well, because you know the age thing. He's 26 years old. Not here, he's yeah. not even 26 years old. So he's young. He's a really good athlete. He's big. He's strong. Smart. He's smart. Yep. You know that he. You know when put in the right system, you got some talent around him. Who knows where you know what his ceiling can ultimately be? He's the most appealing asset at quarterback that's kind of available right now because even Aaron Rodgers it's going to cost you a grip to get him and all these maybe not a ton of future assets but it's going to cost you money and it's certainly going to cost you assets the Giants as crazy as it sounds 
they need to hang on to Daniel Jones. It's not, like the other options make no sense given where they are. Because if you go someplace else, let's say you bring in, I don't know, Teddy Bridgewater. Who, who knows? What, <laughs> but you have Tyrod Taylor there. She so wouldn't yeah. do anything. But let's just say Tyrod Taylor is your starting quarterback next year, and you're going with some project, and Tyrod just is average, right? You don't make any advancements. All of a sudden, the Giants, you start realizing how average the Giants roster was, and they're not good again. Mm-hmm. So, like you need you need Daniel Jones to continue to advance and and make this team get on a trajectory towards consistent playoffs, not intermittent playoffs. So we made it one year, we disappear for three years. Oh, we get back because we drafted a quarterback and he's on a rookie deal. Like I don't want to go through that. Like I want the stability that Daniel Jones as the Giants quarter, starting quarterback can provide. 877-337-6666, our number, Tiki and Tierney on the fan inside of our Town Fair Tower studio. Friends of Town Fair remind you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Uh, by the way, Dandy's one of his teammates. Isaiah Hodgins will join us today at 1220. So uh, that'll be fun. Got that one-year deal. Earned it. You yeah. got to respect that coming from nowhere. One of the coolest things about sport is the obscure... Uh, path that not everybody's born, you know, a Tiger Woods, a LeBron, a Jordan. I'm not saying that those guys yeah, didn't work but, their way to yeah, the top of, of the mouth. I'm not implying that at all. But I mean, Hodgins, you want to talk about a non linear path uh, to, I don't want to say stardom, but certainly football relevance. Uh, that is uh, that is as certainly Mr. Hodgins' way. So he'll join us later. Tiger's playing today. We'll keep an eye on him. Uh, and um, a little baseball stuff as well. But let's get to you guys here. It's interesting. It's uh, it's a dance that I think Tika and I both think that the Giants will navigate well. Mm-hmm. We're not worried about the Giants messing this up. Let's be clear about that. We have no fear about the Giants undervaluing Jones or being slot. No, it's about some team right now lying in the weeds, plotting something out of desperation that overvalues Jones, that makes the Giants' decision even tougher. And by the way, that's what it, worries it you. It could be the team in Florham Park. <laughs> Seriously. You know, I would love to say, oh, God. And we joked about this last year. Like, oh, if Daniel Jones was on the Jets, because we were, remember we were comparing the rosters, yeah. the respective rosters. It is clear the Jets had a better roster last year, right? But in your mind, you're like, man, if, if we just like mix these two rosters together and the best player at each position played, the Giant Jet. Like combo, yeah, would be unbelievable. Yeah, right. So I'll Dan- take the head coach while we're at it as well. <laughs> right. If Daniel, if we're gonna trade stuff. If Daniel Jones was on the Jets last year yeah. and he played like he did for the Giants, think how good he was gonna be. So I could see the Jets if they miss out on Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr decides to go to uh, the New Orleans Saints, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo ends up in Tampa or whatever, and the Jets are now very desperate, uh, and Daniel Jones is a free agent, not franchise tag. Why, they'd be stupid not to try to go get Daniel Jones. You think Woody would do that, though? I mean, but the, the owner. I don't know. That, that's a different question. Because if the Giants that's don't, that's a different do, question, though. If the Giants don't do right by Daniel Jones, and by right, I mean just give him like what he kind of has earned. Yeah, right. He's earned that not upper echelon fifty million dollar a year contract, but he has earned the the thirty two, the thirty seven, whatever, yep. whatever that range is. He's earned that. I believe. I so agree. If the Giants are going to fiddle around with it, why would – I mean, the Jets have to. I don't know if Woody would do that. I, I, I mean, think there's this, this under uh, 
or unspoken yeah. whatever that I, I I would stun me yeah. if Woody Johnson I, I, did that. I bet New Orleans would do it if they missed out on Derek Carr. But it's not the same city. Well, That's I, the point. I bet Carolina, I bet Tampa would. These oh, team, oh, these I te- agree with that. These teams that need to get a winner yep. and, and are desperate for it would go do it. I'm, I'd be surprised if the Jets didn't if the Giants don't end up franchising him or work out a long-term deal before he actually becomes a free agent. All right, let's get to you. First up, uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Arnold is on the Fantique in Tyranny. Arnold, what's What's going on, buddy? How are you? Well, right here, just listening, listening to you guys. I'm thinking that um, with Daniel Jones, we're going to have to get lucky going in the future in order to get a Super Bowl. And I'm thinking Super Bowl. Mm. Why, you know, why, so why lucky? Why do you think you got to be lucky with him? You don't think he's I don't, good enough? I don't, see him, I don't see him as a quarterback that's just going to take us to the next level. So as far as um, paying him, I would stay in the low 30s, maybe high 20s. So we could have some room to pay other players to be around him to bring us to that promised land. Yeah, well, this is where Joe Shane has got to really draft well. I mean, they, he has to crush it in the draft with to fill some of the holes, but also depth at some key positions. Linebacker being one, wide receiver obviously being you know the primary one. He's got to draft really well, otherwise it it doesn't work. But I, I mean, I can't put a cap on Daniel Jones right now. I just can't. I've seen. I've seen too much in different stages. So as a rookie, he had some elite games. Like we've we've kind of forgotten about it because all the turmoil over the, with the Giants over the last couple of years. But as a rookie, he really let it fly. And the turnovers were the thing that made us um, feel dampened on that. But he had some big time games. He was asked to throw the ball 35, 40 times in some of those games, and he lived up to it. This past season, because the offensive line was still a work in progress, because there really was no one to uh, take the top off the defense, so to say that that big, you know, fifty-yard play or you know, fifty-fifty ball. They didn't, they didn't have that guy. He wasn't asked to throw the ball that much, except for the time that he did. He threw for three hundred yards a couple of times. So. I, I still don't think we know how good Daniel Jones can be. And so when you say he's not going to lead us to a Super Bowl, I, I would challenge that. I think he can if he has the right pieces around him in a defense, uh, you know, kind of like these two defenses that were in the Super Bowl this past season. They can, they can carry their weight when they need to. See, that's the part of the conversation that I find really interesting. And there's no answer on that yet. I tend to agree with you. I do. Um, but I think is, as we try to determine what his ultimate value is to the Giants, Jones, Mm -hmm. a lot of the projection and a lot of the appeal is rooted in this belief that he's still ascending. And I believe that he is. Yeah. And I know you do as well. Yeah. But if we're wrong there, Mm. you know, if we're wrong with that and... And you got him on a four-year deal or something. And the rest of the roster, of course, is going to be upgraded. But if it's not a monumental upgrade and Jones kind of... This is Jones's apex, for lack of a better word. There can be, just to provide different thought here, a, a school of thought, to yeah. be redundant, that maybe the better play would be to not give him the 36, yeah. 37, 38, but, start over and just kind of go but, from there. But let me ask you, what's what's the worst situation? The one we are just describing with Daniel Jones yep. or this desperate spot? That you as a Jet fan are sitting in, because that's what I fear. That's how this. That's how we started this conversation. That's what I'm fearing. Daniel Jones leaves here, and all of a sudden the Giants are like, "All right, who's our quarterback?" I know Tyrod Taylor's our bridge to whatever is next, but who's our quarterback? Right. I, I don't want to be in that situation, and I think the continuity 
of Daniel Jones is worth paying a slight premium. Not like an egregious premium, yep, yep. but a, it, it's worth paying a premium for because the last thing you want to be are the 20 other teams that you were just alluding to that are just like, all right, what are we doing at quarterback next but, year? But why are those 20 other teams looking for quarterback? Because they have somebody who's not good enough to win a championship. I'm not saying that that's Jones. Mm. I'm saying if that if that ultimately becomes Jones, yeah, can you make a case for maybe um, a less satisfying in the now path because you're going to get your head beat, I mean, <laughs> if you're going with a young kid or Tyrod uh-huh. Taylor, uh, but maybe the reward on the back end is is justified. I, I, again, I wouldn't do that. But I don't think it's, it's irresponsible to just bring that into the conversation. Yeah, there's a lot of risk. Either No matter how you look at it, there's risk. Yeah. Jets have risk because they're putting their, their eggs in the basket for Aaron Rodgers. If he and Derek Carr go elsewhere, you're kind of stuck, man. Mm-hmm. Giants have risk because if they put their eggs, their money, that is, in Daniel Jones' basket, and he's just, like, average... And where you, what, do you, what did you actually do it for? They're going to be looking for a new quarterback in yeah. about three, four years. Uh, we've got Vernon down in Atlanta on uh, the free Odyssey app. Vernon, what's happening, buddy? How are you? What's up, Vernon? All righty. You, hey. Yeah, uh, first time calling to your show. Thank you, man. I've been with the fans since Mike and the Mad Dog. Love it. 50-year uh, fan of Knicks, Giants, Yankees, and Rangers. Um, Kiki, you're my second best running back on the Giants. Thank you. Right? Who was number one? First best, first. Uh, Ronnie Hamp. Oh, Hamp. Hamp was the man, dude. Yeah. Hamp was the man. Yeah, yes, sir. But you right behind him. Thank but you, bro. anyway, Tiki, this is my argument with you. Go ahead. Right? You're boosting Jerry Jones up to get some money that he don't really deserve. Right? First and foremost, a Duke quarterback is never a quarterback <laughs> that I really like. So if you go back to Dave Brown. Oh, come on. Don't don't let Dave Brown skew you on Daniel Jones. <laughs> Daniel, no, Dave Brown was no, my no. first quarterback. I don't disagree with you, but go ahead. Okay, and see, I never, I never liked it. Eli, I, I still feel that John's defense was the main cause in them winning the Super Bowl. Eli had some tough playoff battles where he won the games, you know. But still, in all, Eli was the type of quarterback that I really didn't like. But you know, I gave him his honest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But here's but here's, think, a, but here's think, the thing. Hold on. At yeah. this point, Vernon, it, just think about this. Mm-hmm. It, after Eli's third season, and I remember this because it was my last season, after Eli's third season, did you believe that the Giants were winning a Super Bowl? The answer is no. no. Nobody thought no. that they were winning the Super Bowl. But they got the team right. They had some good veterans, especially on the defense, and some young guys over there, O.C. and, and Tuck and, and some others who did some really good things defensively and harassed everybody throughout the playoffs. And Eli was like he rose to the occasion. And so you kind of never know until you know. And so they I were low scoring games too. That Tampa game was fairly low scoring. Mm-hmm. That Dallas, Dallas game was low scoring. Yep. Yeah. Green Bay was freezing cold, yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. like I mean, even the Super Bowl. It, it was it was a t- it was a slow yeah. it was a low scoring game. So I, I like I think circumstances can make us change our opinion on on players. But I right. think the lesson from Eli is that until you know, you don't know, right? And I think Daniel hey. Jones is the same kind of player. He's just a better athlete. It has a better arm, yeah. right? And so, right, why, you, why would I not you know like believe in it? You know what I mean? Right. Well, we, we'll see. But I got something for you, Turner. I love okay. your take on the next the other day. All these fans out here talking about slow your pump, your brakes, and all this—they're not really true fans to me. Because if you went through the times I went through with the Knicks, mm-hmm. I think they two championships. Because I'm I'm 62 years old. I was yep. born in 1960, so I've seen they two championships. 
this team right here has a special thing. The only thing that I think slows us down is Barry a lot of times, Randall sometimes. Yeah. But I think that um, Brunson is controlling Randolph this year. You know, making him be more of a team player. Hey, Vern, hey, Vern, do, Vern do me solid before I let you split here. Say after me. Repeat. You ready? Uh-huh. Eastern Conference Finals. Let me hear it. <laughs> Finals and NBA champs. No, okay, we're going to play a little uh, more uh, Race of the States. Man, he bring one up to you, BT. boy, Vernon. I like it. 877-337-6666. Yeah, a little withdrawal the next eight nights without my Knicks, who are rocking it. Good piece by Vaccaro today in the um, – in the post, by the way, about how hard – I mean, it, it, it's not a direct correlation to DeBusher, but when DeBusher was acquired by the Knicks, how he kind of became that 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 glue and that grit, and he parallels a little bit to Josh Hart. Obviously, not quite the same. It, I mean, DeBusher's DeBusher. But it's an interesting read. So if you guys are uh, big Knicks fans out there, you want to check it out. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Isaiah Hodgins. We'll chat with him a little later. We got an eye on Tiger who looked pretty good uh, out on the course yesterday. Tiki and Tierney right here on the fan. Let him have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Take it here to here. It's 1027 on this Friday. What's going on? 877 337 Is our number Isaiah Hodgins coming up in uh, the 12 o'clock hour, 1220. And uh, that'll be fun. Uh, you got to love that kind of a story, that kind of, uh, you know, pursuit of, of one's uh, goals. I mean, relentless. You got to respect that. That's awesome. Uh, you know, by the way, Tim McCarver. Yeah, Tim McCarver. So it's happened when we got off the air yesterday. Yeah. Very sad. Um, yeah. I mean, sad. Yes, sad, because literally he's no longer with us. Um, lived a great life, so I guess the sadness should be stripped away when you think about it that way. You know, Timmy was um, an incredibly, you know, prolific, maybe the most prolific um, analyst of all time when it comes to baseball. I know Yankee fans, oh, Buck and McCarver, always hating on us. I never felt that way as a Yankee mm-hmm. fan. I always appreciated Tim. Uh, maybe because I was first introduced to him with the Mets, and I always liked him. Yeah, like I always from liked. Your pops. Yeah, from my yeah. dad. Like I, to me, McCarver was smart. He was instinctual. He was mm-hmm. intuitive. Had a great look. Yeah, he did he's, look he's the always, part. Always, he looked the part. Man. He, he looked always, like Huey Lewis. I did. <laughs> great head of hair. Yeah, oh, even when it went white, just a gentleman too. For just, sure. He you know was, he played in the bigs at age seventeen. They called not. him up seventeen. He was he was a pleasure to know. Like when you, when you had conversations with him. Such a good man. He was. He rest in peace. No doubt. I remember the uh, obviously the Kiner McCarver, but even Steve Zabriskie back in the day. I remember those guys. Uh, great broadcaster. So uh, incredible career and uh, condolences to his family. And he will be missed by the baseball world for sure. Uh, but right now, T, we're talking about quarterbacks. And because there's a lot of uh, seats that might be empty when this carousel stops spinning, uh, the Giants' world might get a little complicated here as teams come feverishly pursuing yeah. Daniel Jones. Which is why the Giants 
have to prioritize. I know Saquon, they're trying to get Saquon's deal worked just so just in case they have to franchise Daniel Jones and give themselves time to protect against all of these potential teams because uh, there are about 20 of them. Um, if Daniel Jones becomes a free agent, they they will make offers. I promise you teams will make offers for Daniel Jones if he actually becomes a free agent. So Joe Shane and uh, this front office with the Giants has got their work cut out for him. But I think it's worth it. I think Daniel Jones has so much potential, and there's so many players at the position who you look at and you say, ah, oh, well, I kind of know what the ceiling is. Like, I, I, I kind of know where we're going to get stuck. Right? I know where Kurt Cousins is as a, as a quarterback. Right? I know where we're going to get stuck because he's a robot. We saw it as Giants fans on that fourth and eight where he threw it for three yards because that was where the prescribed throw goes when your deep route is, is taken. Right? I don't want that guy. I want someone who can think on his feet, who is an athlete, and can create things where where it seems to be broken down. And that's Daniel Jones. So I, I, it's got to be that it is the priority, but it really has to happen in the context of all of these teams that need quarterbacks. It's it's unprecedented, I feel like. This is the first year where I feel like we've talked about it's not just three or four. It's like 15, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of quite teams. Quite the list. It's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks. All right, let's get back to you, 877-337. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 6666 Queens, what's happening, Herb? How are you today? What's up, Herb? Hi, guys. How you doing? Good. Yourself? Look, I've had season tickets since 1959. I started to go in 58. I did go to the overtime game. I was lucky enough to be able to see that, and that's really when I got my season tickets. Now, in all the quarterbacks the Giants have, I think Daniel Jones is the most athletic quarterback they've ever had. No doubt. I don't think there's anything he can't do. No, he's not as good as some of the other quarterbacks, but he's going to get better. And if I had to, I'd let... Sequan go before I would let him go. Yeah, and I, I love. Sequan. I, I mean, I we've wanted... talked we've talked about that before. If it came down to you had to pick one, oh, that's an easy one. Yeah, and it's and by the way, it's easy. It's not it's not anything. It's not a knock on Saquon. No, it's just the reality of football in 2023. Really, it's been that way for a decade almost. You're going to choose your quarterback over your running back unless you have a chance to choose both, which is what the Giants are trying to do. 
but Saquon and his peeps got to got to cooperate in that regard. And I have to say, Tiki, sometimes I wasn't happy with you, but you were the best running back the Giants have ever had. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate it. Put a lot of sweat and tears and squats and everything else into, <laughs> into that. Appreciate you, Herb. There you go. Have a great weekend. Um, but Saquon could get there, man. If he stays if he continues to stay healthy. Because you got to remember, BT, I didn't, I didn't get good until he's, he's not you. I know, but I didn't get good. I'm talking just like length of like contract. I didn't get good until year four, or five. Was it year four or five? Two thousand. So that was four. Year four is when I kind of figured it out. Yep. And then I then I kind of took off, but there's still time. He's just different than me. Yeah, no, you guys are different for sure. Uh, how about uh, Garrett, Jersey Shore? What's up, Garrett? How you doing today? What's up, Garrett? Hey, what's up, guys? What's up, how man? you doing? We're good. Uh, chilling. Uh, I just wanted to bring up the concept of paying Saquon Barkley his $14, 15000000 $15 and then using him more as a slot receiver, Debo Samuels type. Huh? <laughs> Have you looked at the actual statistics yet yeah, I mean, on his receiving? Yeah. Look, he's a, he's a good receiver. I don't know if he's – I mean, Debo Samuel – is somewhat of a freak because he was a thousand yard receiver two years ago, not last season, two seasons ago, was a thousand yard receiver and had like six hundred or something yards rushing. I don't see Saquon in that role. I think I think I think it's hard to do it the flip way, right? You know, start as a running back who's who's built like a running back. Debo's built like a hybrid, right? Saquon's yeah. built like a running back. Yeah, I agree with that. I I don't I don't know if that would work him being a route runner and and learning a route tree and if he even be good at it like it's just i think that's a nuanced skill that you don't just pick up mm-hmm. on the on the NFL level i think using him as a receiver is a great idea but not like labeling him as a receiver and accounting for his contract as receiver money yeah that's the I key mean, point right th- there that's what Le'Veon bell was trying to get yep. now Le'Veon might have been able to do it because he, I mean, he really did line up as a receiver for Pittsburgh. The Giants don't really do that a ton. Mm-hmm. Let's go to North Bergen. Uh, what's happening, Matty? How are you today? Hey, how are we doing? Hey, it's Matty here from North Bergen. What's uh, up, Matt? Well, I'll talk about the, well, I'll talk about Daniel Jones situation. You know, got a guy out there, looks really great some games he's out there. Looks like the franchise quarterback. And then he got some games, gets the bed. But, you know, this year I think he, he held up pretty well compared to last season. And I uh, heard you guys saying there, it, yeah, there are a lot of teams that need quarterbacks, but do you really see the Giants letting him go? I don't, but that that's not even the conversation. The conversation is how important he is to the Giants because of the options that or the lack of options that there are. I mean, if you compare this to where the Jets are right now, the Jets are, are borderline they're not quite there, but in a second they're gonna be desperate. I can see desperation if when Aaron Rodgers comes out of the hole. And he says, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to stay in Green Bay. And then Derek Carr, probably before that, says, I'm going to go sign in New Orleans. And, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo ends up someplace else. The Jets are stuck. Like, I don't want to be like the Jets in their quarterback situation. I don't want to be like the Jets in their skill position <laughs> positions. But <laughs> I don't want to be desperate for a quarterback. It's so, like, deflating to be that way. And, and, and Giants fans should know this because – a year, two years ago, it's exactly what we felt like. Nobody was saying Daniel Jones is the answer, right? We kind of were just kind of in this purgatory with a quarterback. Daniel Jones has proven he's more than that, and his ceiling still hasn't been reached yet. It's it's got to be their priority. I know it is, but it's it's given the context of the rest of the league who are quarterback hungry. 
Daniel Jones is, I mean, he's he's the most important piece right now for this Giants team. We're down to 50 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Starts. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, Tiki and Tierney back on The Fan, 1042 on this Friday. What's going on? 877-337-6666 is our number here. Uh, Isaiah Hodgins coming up in a little uh, 10, 1220. We got we got him. And uh, right story. now we get you. Yeah, good story with calls. Isaiah Hodgins. I'm looking forward to ta- chatting with him. Yep, me Seems too. like a good kid. Mm-hmm. Got a little paid there, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. How about Leandro in Elizabeth, New Jersey? What's going on, buddy? How are you? What's up? How are you? I'm good. Um, I just wanted to talk about how you guys are talking about Daniel Jones. You're talking about him like as if he, as if he's Burrow. <laughs> no, like, not at all. This, this is uh, this I'm talking about him. I'm talking about season. him as the as as opposed to the alternative. Nah, yeah, he's better than whatever's out there right now. But you're complimenting him a little too much. Why? I mean, give him love, man. He was good last because year. This is. This past season was his only good season in five years. No, that's, he was good as a rookie. To, no, he nah. had a good season as a rookie. You, you can't you nah. can't disrespect him. I mean, he, he had a lot of turnovers as a yeah, rookie. Yeah, the but fumbles he, were a problem. Big problem. Big but, problem. And that's a that's a problem for a lot of rookie quarterbacks. They're just not used to the speed of the game. I mean, in in his rookie season, he started twelve games. He threw for three thousand yards, twenty four touchdowns. And he had 12 interceptions. How many interceptions? 12. He had 12 interceptions. But a lot of rookies, though, for double-digit interceptions. Yeah, you sound him short. I mean, yeah. I, I thought as a rookie, I thought he was really good. I, I thought he, Jones I thought, I thought he was going to be a superstar as a rookie. Yeah, he and, then obviously, and obviously he took a lot of steps back. But last year, I mean, he didn't make mistakes. He had the lowest interception percentage in football, all of football, at 1.1%. It led the NFL. Um, he wasn't asked to throw a ton. So, but he still threw for 3,200 yards and 15 touchdowns, and he ran for 700 yards and seven touchdowns. So, I mean, he was impactful for a team that didn't have a ton around him. And so it just it makes me think that there's a lot still there. And then, But the biggest issue is that I don't want to be one of these teams. And if you're a Giant fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's, are we Washington with Tyler Heineke starting? And let's be desperate for Carson Wentz. Um, Sam Howell, we hear he's going to be the starting quarterback for Washington at the beginning of camp next year. He may have four, four or five quarterbacks in the last year and a half. Like, I don't want to be that team. Daniel Jones gives you some, some stability. I know it's going to cost you a little bit, but to me, it's worth it. Okay, so we've had uh, a relatively you know broad macro conversation about Jones. Let me hit you with some fine print here, okay? Because yeah. I think there's one interesting part of the conversation that nobody's really brought up yet. Where while we certainly acknowledge Jones has some tantalizing physical gifts. Yes. Everybody knows that, Big right? Kid, run, no athletic. Doubt. Yep. Nobody is able to sell fully the reason why the Giants must retain Daniel Jones is because he is an amazing player. Hmm. It's laced with what you just said, yeah. partly yeah. I don't want to go to the scrap heap. I admit that. Okay. I admit that. To me that's interesting. Because, you know, it's almost like saying, I want to get married because I don't want to be alone. (laughs) 
not quite to that extent. <laughs> yeah, I know you know what I mean? But well, or, or, or no, we, no, no. It's like saying I don't, I don't, I don't want to get married. I'm gonna get married. Because, because that's because, what I meant. I'm gonna get married because <laughs> I don't want to be alone. Because I don't want to keep dating random crazies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or you could do that too. I don't want to keep. Or you could do that I don't want to keep dating the crazies. Right? right. You could do that as well. So there's a little, and that's both ways, by the way. For sure. guys are crazy. Sure. <laughs> you know, I don't well, know. I don't we're wanna... as crazy. <laughs> no, we're not as crazy. But I don't want to be misogynistic. Yeah. I, think. <laughs> I guess we're crazy too. Yes, we crazy. definitely are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> We feel compelled. We have to say that, but I don't know if we really mean it. Uh, but anyway, we'll never admit it. We'll say it. We won't ever admit it. Um, I think that there's there's a little in between here. Yeah, because he's not quite that that absolute no doubt. Let's stamp him, franchise guy, ten years superstar. Yeah. Nobody could say that. He's not like Josh Allen, Mahomes, not that guy. Even hurts at this point where you're saying, "Agreed." I'm convinced. I've seen enough. I'm good. Yeah, but you can't denigrate it to the point where. You're like, well, he's not good because we all know that he's good and that there's there's appealing upside. So I, I, I guess it just kind of caught my caught my ear when I hear you and others who who, who espouse that. Like, ah, I don't. Ah, what else is out there? Ah, you know, we're gonna start over. Ah, we're gonna draft a kid. We're gonna develop a kid. We're gonna I don't get want, this I want guy no from there. I want no part of that. Now, by the way, I understand why you'd say that, mm-hmm. but it, that can't be the reason, the main impetus why you don't want Daniel Jones to go. Mm. That's yeah. where it's to be a little, a little complicated. I just, I don't. I mean, I feel this is the like this is like a, a, like a subcategory to the whole Daniel Jones should be the Giants' quarterback conversation. And you're right; it's not necessarily about well, he's proven it. He he's earned this contract. Pay him whatever the next highest you know quarterback gets. That's that's not that's not this conversation. It's. What are the alternatives? It's the Amy Trask thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, BT's friend from formerly my girl. the Tops, who used to always say, Love get, her. get rid of Daniel Jones, and then what? No, no. Uh, and do what? And do what? You, you and do what? But either way. But and do what? <laughs> so seriously, if the Giants get rid of Daniel Jones, what are we doing? And do what? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Right? We go into draft? Well, I have an answer for you. Will Let's Levis. say it's the best answer. You give Dable a chance to develop somebody on the cheap. <laughs> Not as appealing as maybe having a chance to mess around to win 10 or 11 games next year. Yeah. But maybe the but back what, end, the reward is more. What if you win three games? Well, do you I, win I, 10 I, the next year and, I, and, and are more championship viable? That's where it's a little – I admit it, it's tricky. Now, very, listen. It's very tricky. He deserves to come back. They want him back. I believe that he'll be back. But there is a little other side of the coin that needs to be thrown in. That That's why I just threw it in now. That, that's a that's, plan, that's a it's a it's an interesting plan B. My plan A is what I've been saying all, all day, right? Daniel Jones, because you don't want to be that team. The plan B is all right. We gotta we gotta suck it up, have a three or four, maybe five win season with a young quarterback that's a project, and maybe we figure it out. Tyrod Taylor's there to mentor him and you know guide him play if he should need to sit down for a little bit. I just that to me that just feels so less appealing because of the I don't know lost forest we were in for for, for, uh, for the, so the, long. Uh, listen, the rebuilds are arduous. Yeah, they're not fun. I don't I don't want to rebuild. I don't think Giant fans want to rebuild. But I think to be a champion, you're a lot more in the rebuilding than the Giant fan wants to admit. Yeah, that Philly game was an eye opener, and we knew that was coming. Uh, I mean, we knew they were going to get lit up. No disrespect. Yeah, great <laughs> season, fun season. Yeah. NFL's better when the Giants are relevant. We all know this. With with with, but it's they're down two weight classes. Yeah, with a healthy Jalen Hurts, the Giants had no shot. Yeah, yeah. 
Let's get uh, Anthony and Chester. Anthony's on the fan with Tiki and Tierney. What's up, Ant? How you doing today, buddy? All right, guys. How you doing? We're um, good. Good, good. Before I make my point, I just have to say I'm a 50-year Giant fan. Tiki, I still compare every running back the Giants have to you. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And uh, you're always a class act, man. And you, you gave everything you had. And I appreciate that a lot. Well, I appreciate you saying it and recognizing. What's sure. up, man? Uh, the Daniel Jones thing. I, I'm still shocked at how much negativity there is. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, he literally took the boulder on his back this year and carried the team. I know Saquon was a big part of it, but but this kid was something this year. Uh, if you look at the top ten salaried quarterbacks right now in the league, there's only two that I would take over Jones, and that's Mahomes and... and um, Herbert? Going to, like, I'm not even going to say Rodgers, because I, I really... No. Wouldn't I wouldn't want say. Rogers. I don't even think I'd want Deshaun Watson first. I wouldn't want Kyler Murray first. You know, the, I don't think the kid is asking for Mahomes' money. You know, and to me, Saquon saying he wants to make what McCaffrey's making, that would be like Jones saying I should be making what Mahomes is making. Yeah, but hold on. Be fair to Saquon, Ant, because he did recently say, I'm not here. I, you know, it's not my desire to reset the market. Yeah. You know, he's intimated he wants to stay. He's going to play ball. He's not going to take it 70 cents on the dollar. But he's not going to hold the Giants hostage. I think at the end of the day, I think Saquon's a little more realistic than we may project on the air. I you hope agree? so. And, and yeah. I, like I, I would think so. Right, I, I think that's right, BT. But I think he might be. <laughs> I mean, the Giants are kind of offering 75 cents on the dollar. Well, <laughs> now you got a decision, buddy. I, <laughs> I was like, wait, let me do the math real quick. Yeah. But, I thought I heard you guys say that he was asking for McCaffrey money. That's kind of why. No, I, well, well, that was the impasse. You know, they tried to negotiate this during the the break. And appreciate your call, Anthony. Have a, have a great weekend. They tried to negotiate with Saquon during the bye week, mm -hmm. uh, week nine, I think it was. They did not approach Daniel Jones, but they approached Saquon. And the numbers that came out of that, allegedly, we don't know for real, but what they said was that Saquon's people were asking for 16. The Giants were offering 12. And they just kind of never got closer. They never... I don't even know if they even sent back, you know, counter proposals, you know, somewhere in the middle. But you got to believe they're going to land somewhere close to the middle of that, which is not a horrible number, especially with the cap going up. But uh, there's just so many other things that the Giants need. They're not going to be rash with signing Saquon because mm -hmm. I think, as we talked about, the priority is Daniel Jones, right? The priority is Should keeping be. your quarterback, yep. who was very good for you last year and did exactly what you wanted him to do. Let's hit Dave, who was in Tom's River. Dave is on the fan. What's up, Davey? Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, bud. All's good. Tiki, man, big fan. I'm like a third-generation Giant fan. The only guy I might compare you to is maybe Joe Morris. As a Joe. kid, watching Joe Morris. Joe, like, I hated Joe when around. I was growing up because I was a Redskins fan, now Commanders. But I, oh. he was like my nemesis for the Giants. <laughs> but he's such a good Brandon, dude. Brandon, I, 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 I grew cool to too, love Brandon. him. Just, just for the record, Thanks, Brandon's buddy. all right, too. <laughs> Thanks, man. Nah, what you got hey, for I'm us, Dave? I'm just going to agree. I'm a big Daniel Jones fan. I mean, I can't believe, you know, just as everybody else is saying, like people are like knocking him or saying, I mean, to me, he didn't have the tools. He didn't have the offensive line for many of those years. Like, who put Joe, Joe Montana back there? He's not going to look like a superstar. I mean, you got to give a guy protection. You got to have a run game, and you got to have some weapons to throw to. And when he has that, I think he's going to be as good as anybody. I really do. Yeah, I mean, his. I mean, there was one season where sacks were not uh, an issue. Uh, that was 2021. Um, 
but he he ended up getting hurt, so he missed a lot of time in that game. That was but, playing Dallas, right, with yeah, his neck. Yeah. So, but you go look at his his first season. You know the, the the pressure that he had was it was immense, man. The second season was even I mean it was worse. It was gross. And this season it was wasn't you know horrible, horrible, but it wasn't that much better. It wasn't a you know league average. The pressure that was allowed on him, and that's not even counting you know the the wide res- the lack of. I don't know. Separation? Yeah, yeah separ- or just a difference maker, mm-hmm. right? Where's the A.J. Brown? Where's the, you know, oh. they don't have that guy, right? Even close to that right now. Oh, and, they may have. He just was playing for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> he was always hurt I here, hear you. Right? I hear you. And again, we have Isaiah Hodgins coming up in a little bit. He, like, draft-wise, you aren't going to say that he's that guy, but Isaiah Hodges is a really good route runner. Yes, he is. And he didn't get a ton of opportunities at all this season, but when he did, I mean, he led the Giants in receiving touchdowns. He played six games. I mean, think about that, right? So maybe he is that guy. Who's he remind you of? I see, you asked me this earlier. He feels like Mike Evans, right? Because he's tall like that. He's not as... Like rangy, you know, Mike Evans has that like ridiculous catch radius, mm-hmm. um, but somehow Tom Brady couldn't meet, couldn't connect with it all for this season. But he reminds me of that big route runner who's deceptive. Like, dude, the kid's not that fast, and all of a sudden he's he's got you know separation by you know foot, and and Daniel Jones gets it there on time. He's making these contested catches because he's he's so good at run, running routes. That's how Mike Evans started. And then he became a, a you know a deep threat guy. So I like Isaiah Hodgins. I, c- I could compare him to Mike Evans. Okay, there you go. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Tiki and Tierney with you. Jimmy's in Westfield. What's up, Jim? How you doing today? What's up, Jimmy? Good yourself. How are you today? Hey, Good. bud. How you doing? Good. Hey, just uh, real quick. One thing about those guys who don't like Daniel Jones, nobody's putting anything in his contract that he has to study or that he has to work out. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know what I mean? The guy's there every day. He's the first guy in, last guy out. Yep. The kid Sills was crying when he fell down on that last play against Dallas in the first game. Yeah. Because he let down Daniel Jones. Yeah, that's right. Because that was the, the one interception the team, he threw early. Team, yeah, the team seems to love the kid. Well, because he grinds, man. I mean, he works hard. Uh, we saw this, I mean, last year, before last season, I saw him at Jason Garrett's football camp down at Princeton, and J.G. was telling me that, Hey, he's the best athlete on the team. He's out there leading sprints. This is the quarterback. He's out there leading sprints, and he's strong. He can, he's heavy. He squats heavy. Lifts heavy. He's a grinder. He's studying. He's in the. He's in the. He's in the the, the uh, film room all the time. It's 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 like what you know we talk about with Zach Wilson, except it sinks in. And he's starting to make the right decisions. Like his 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 you know sight to you know decision to throw a ball and release a ball. We're we're they were elite level this season. Like he got really good at knowing where he was going with the football and letting it go and getting it there on target. Um, and I didn't know if he would ever, you know, really master that. It looked like he mastered it last year. What's the weakest part of his game? <sighs> waiting, I would think, waiting for those downfield routes to open. Um, because sometimes those are second window throws. Sometimes those are, man, this angle... It's not quite right, so I got to throw it a little bit different. Like, just think you got like a deep over route. Everybody knows what those are. Those those deep crossing routes, and there's like a safety or a corner or whatever underneath it. You can still throw that ball, but you, it's you got to get a little bit more like loft on it, so mm-hmm. it, so it clears the defender. But that's just reps to me. Like it's it's the things that he struggles with. 
he'll get better with with reps and a better offensive line that gives him that extra second or so to make those decisions and throws. Uh, Tommy's in Belmore. He's on the fan with Tiki and Tierney. Tom, what's cooking, buddy? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me on. What's up, Tommy? Uh, first off, I, I mean, as a Jet fan, it's actually hilarious to see uh, everybody complaining about Daniel Jones. I mean, my God, look at what we're dealing with right now. But uh, <laughs> exactly. my question to you guys was, Timeline-wise, I'm going crazy here. I'm uh, hitting the refresh button on my Bleacher Report every hour. I shouldn't admit that. But what are we looking at as far as timeline here on when these dominoes are going to start to fall on all of of these quarterbacks? You better have some Tommy patience, button. The Jets, but everybody. Patience. You better have some patience. Now, the first domino is going to be Carr. And as I said to Teak yesterday, Carr is in – an awesome spot leverage-wise because, you know, with, with Rodgers unresolved right now, you know, he's got to maximize It's almost this. like they're talking to each other. I mean, Rodgers is in a dark room, so we know he's not talking to anybody. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, like, once the Rodgers things gets uh, – get, if like, so Carr needs to exert his, his power now uh, and I think really hold okay. multiple teams against each other and get the most money that he can. I think that's what he's going to do. Yeah, so I think Carl will be first, and then I think Rodgers is probably going to be. I mean, I would guess two weeks, three. You start getting a little yeah. more. So this, here, so, this so going to happen. You, you, this might happen. Your, your your instinct is right, BT. So the franchise player. Appreciate your call, Tom. Have Thank a great you, weekend. The franchise, you know, transition player designation period starts next week. Yep. Right, and that goes through March seventh. So after March 7th, we're going to know who's franchise and who's not. The league year, the legal tampering period, which is ridiculous because these conversations are happening anyways, starts March 13th. So dominoes will fall sometime between March 7th and 13th. That's when you're going to start having the – unless, you know, Aaron Rodgers comes out and says, I don't, I don't want to be a Packer anymore, and we hear that the Jets and other teams are negotiating with the Packers for a trade. That's 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 fine. But you still won't have the resolution. Yeah, which is what I think he was searching yeah. for. Yeah, you're not going to get resolution on a lot of these things till second week of March or so. <sighs> so, as BT said, be patient. Patience required. Something we don't have any of, of in this city. Although, actually, we do, because think about our teams. Nah, that's a good point. If we're still here, right? That's a good point. We haven't abandoned our teams. I guess we have an inordinate amount of patience when you really think about it. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Isaiah Hodgins. Uh, we'll get him coming up at 1220. Uh, we'll do a little baseball for you as well. The Daniel Jones stuff. Of course, the Rodgers, Derek Carr, Jets dilemma. All that and more. We got you till do that. It's Carter Roberts coming up on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.